on the shirt. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, we, we normally just do casual, so I hope you don't mind if we just have a conversation. No, not at all. Of, okay. I'll try and actually be conscious and, and entertaining. You no, know, it's oddly fine. Most enough, of our guests we, aren't. we record early on Saturday mornings, so sometimes it takes us a really long time to get it together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, it's not a problem. Do you yeah. need to do that? I'm making sure. No, that's good. That's better. Battery's great. Awesome. Check it outside. So, um, the first thing I wanted to ask you about was um, the, your your best known role to date, which was obviously Mr. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> we did our homework. Of all the places, I thought that conversation was going to go. <laughs> Whoa! All right. Um, on your IMDb, it is one of your top three known for credits, even though it's your first credit listed. Out of all the eighty-eight, it has you down for. That's wow, God! I haven't been on the IMDb in quite a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she pounded. She pulled it up. She's like, "Mr. Mom, I'm like, holy shit, I love that movie." And I was like, "Eight." <laughs> you had to be teeny tiny. I was, uh, I was six, seven, I think, when I worked on that. Yeah. Yeah. And was that one of your first acting roles, or just kind it of was, the first thing you got really noted for? It was the first thing I got noted for. I'd already been, I'd already been working before that. Like commercials, or mostly commercial work. Yeah. How was it working with Batman? Or do you remember any of it? I do. No, I remember quite clearly. Uh, the, the, the irony was that my birthday happened during, during the filming of that, and he, he got me a gift. Michael Keaton got me a gift, and it was a bunch of Spider-Man toys, ironically. Nice. I <sighs> <laughs> came together. He was, he was really lovely. I've heard that from people. He's a great person to work with. He's very friendly and... It was it was a very nice set in in general. Everybody, the kids were the kids were all like often on a set like that. You get like somebody who's just a complete douchebag. Right. But this was oh, and you can curse. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I was kind of curious, and I was like, I was like, no, no. I was, was going to dip my toe in there. No, you do have like a Tourette's moment when we start. So, but that was that was a very that was a very uh, a positive set, and everybody was was really down to work and everybody was was in a good mood and uh very good memories of martin mole from that movie actually. really unbelievably sweet i still i run into him on occasion in real life because he does a lot of voice acting as well now well he's he's also he does a he, he's a he's a painter he doesn't he's a he has a couple he had a couple gallery shows in los angeles so oh okay all right from now and then i would go see go see a gallery show but like the other kids, Freddie, the, the older the older kid from that, he he moved to New York and he works as an actor in New York. And uh, the the baby was actually twins, and the twins still live in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's interesting, actually, know where everybody ended oh, yeah. up, considering how long ago that. Well, there's was. a Mr. Mom newsletter that uh, <laughs> we almost got a TV series out of. They almost made a really? Mr. Mom television series. Oh yeah. Huh. I had no idea was about Keaton that. Was down for that, or were they going to recast? I think they were going to recast. <laughs> I was going to say, because it <laughs> seems like he might have been a little too big for that. It was going to be the other guy from Buzz and Buddies. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but they read the kids again for that, so that was... Right. They got brought in to read for that many, many years ago. Oh, many, many years ago. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that out for the first one. No, that's you, fine. you brought it up, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, no, it was, a specta- it, was a, it was a spectacular film to work on, so... So, so what would what would be your favorite your favorite film that, film that you've worked on? Whether it's voice acting or or, uh, or acting, do you have a favorite? I don't have a favorite actually. I, I, I that would imply that there was there was one experience that was better than the other experiences, and they were all pretty. Two thousand and ten was an awful lot of fun, uh, just because of all the toys there were to play with. It was a really it was a really fun set, and there was a lot of a lot of good stuff going on, and the uh, 
the prop masters were big anime fans, so that oh, nice. so the, the, they were like they, they get a budget to decorate my room and that they were like and they literally had Japanese toy catalogs and like <laughs> point at what you like. <laughs> How much of that did you get to keep? Uh, quite a bit, actually. <laughs> like that's my home now. Uh, they, they 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 pretty much furnished my 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 young adult reality for for many years. There was there was some great stuff I pulled off that set and. Uh, um, and Explorers, I made a lot of friends on Explorers. And, and, oh, God, I remember um, Yeah, my part mostly got cut out of that film. That was the one they, they, they built the, the spaceship they, out they of. They built like, the ship out of junk. Right? Yeah. There was a whole sequence where I find the, I find the spaceship and they, they, they kick me out. And then like, and, like I like help uh, get the townspeople to who find the spaceship. And I'm, like, I drive them away. And, but that all got, that all got, got cut. And, that was that was Joe Dante who I run. Mm-hmm. He is also someone who I run into on occasion. He's really still a fabulous human being. Great director. Yeah, a lovely guy. He's got an interesting Twitter feed if you ever do that. Kind uh, of thing. The minute we get out of here, yeah. I'm going to follow we'll, we'll the it. living hell out of Joe Dante. <laughs> yeah, he's got. He's got a, I'll, I'll plug his Twitter. He's, he's got a. I run into him every now and then. He's super sweet. Um, Los Angeles is really always a fascinating city because you run into everybody. Do you feel like it's kind of a small town? It is, especially it is. comparatively to how big it actually is. It is. A, it is a small town. It's a series of small neighborhoods, is what it is. So like people tend to not like leave their little their little circles. So if you go into the circle, <clears throat> the likelihood of running into people is pretty high. Um, Actors stay in Hollywood. Porn stars stay in the Valley. <laughs> Hipsters in, in Silver Lake. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love hipster Silver Lake. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I live in Van Nuys, so that's okay. a whole that's a whole other reality. Um, but and then, animate animation's a little different, just because it's not like a six month experience or like a you know two month experience. Right. I'm working on a horror movie right now too, which is really fun. Uh, it's like, can, can you tell us what it's called? Uh, it's called Trip House. Trip. I can say that. Okay. Uh, and it's they're filming the whole thing in a cabin in the woods and. Is there a release date or no? no? Just kind of whenever it happens. Yeah, it'll be like a festival release. It's okay. It's weird little, but like every time you go to set, like your phone dies. There's barely electricity. There's no running water. <laughs> Definitely hypes up the tension on oh, the set. Oh, it's great! It's great. Especially for that split second, someone's phone actually does get signal and it rings out of worst. There was minute. there was one person, one person who they didn't even get signal. They just would leave their phone and they would get like a ten seconds worth of signal. So they would just get like a text message, <laughs> and everyone would turn and just be like, "How the fuck did you do that?" I have to say, if I did that, I would probably change my notification to something really, really unexpected. Mm-hmm. Maybe that, I, I've been thinking about changing my notification to that duck sound. The rubber, the rubber duck yeah. sound. Oh, the squeak noise. Oh, that one. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, but yeah, the animated stuff, you're just, I mean, like, even like the biggest stuff you do, you're on it maybe three days max. So it's just the, the experience is so short, mm-hmm. it doesn't really compare. And you have some script adaptations in your credits, too. Yes. How much longer did you work on that? Oh, and those exactly, like I said, exactly what were you, were you doing? Were you just trying to kind of round it a little bit more or make it a little bit more recognizable for other audiences that didn't know, like, cultural nuances? Script, script, script adaptation is really, is really a fascinating process. Do you watch a lot of anime? I do. Okay, so do you watch a lot of dubbed anime? I actually prefer it subtitled, but I like it watching it dubbed and subtitled and seeing the difference between the two. Yes, so so the I'm difference between the two is script adaptation. No, that's I do that too. Um, I'm a big fan of that. And uh, 
the script adaptation is is twofold. The first thing is to is to um, push the story into a more culturally culturally relevant position and a more um, into spoken English as opposed to written English, which are very very different. The second thing it's done is it's designed to um, as naturally as possible cut the cut the uh, spoken dialogue into sections that fit the lip flap. That sounds like an excruciatingly long process. It's an excruciatingly long process. How many drafts do you have to go through? Do you do like the guest draft and then kind of figure out if that works or not and then go through and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite? No, one draft. One draft. Wow. Wow. We, it's like that the, the, the people, the people who do it, we, we, call it, we call it seeing the matrix. You can either see the matrix or you can't. So. There's not a lot of people who do it and the people who do it, there's not a lot of people who do it well. There's even less. But people who do it well do it really, really. Who do you think is the best at that, if you don't mind name dropping? Me. No. <laughs> <laughs> we would accept that no, really. answer. Uh, I'm, I'm very good at it. I'm very, very good at it. Um, uh, Patrick Seitz is, is there, there's a bunch of people who are very, very good at it. Uh, for, yeah. Tatum Tatum's very, very good at it. Uh, Speaking of teenage girl screams, there was a lot of that when they were announcing him at open ceremony. I'm like, He has that ow. effect. He's a... <clears throat> He is the fifth Beatle. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, what did we tweet out? That he was the he Channing was Tatum, Tatum of people named Ch- Tatum uh, at NDK? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a, I, yeah, I always, I always appreciate watching teenage girls go nuts for, for Tatum. It's really <laughs> It's kind of a weird microcosm of your life when you come to cons, though, and everybody really knows you and knows what you're about. And get really excited about your projects and have like a small amount of celebrity. It, it is it is a weird it's it's just the right amount of celebrity. Like like I I, I have I have friends who who are professionally famous and it's and it's exhausting and I would never wish that upon. It, it, it's far more work than I would ever want to go through and I and I feel nothing but pity for their <laughs> for their reality. Of course, you're talking about Michael Keaton. Uh, uh, Mike, yeah. Michael yeah. <laughs> But no, but I have, I mean, like, I definitely have friends who, every now and then they get drunk and they'll put something on Twitter that, they're like, oh, that's really funny. Oh, you really shouldn't put that. And then, like, 12 hours later, like, oh, there are, like, 15 posts on the internet. There's articles now written. TMZ is writing about it. (laughs) Vulture's got a blog about it. Jezebel is calling calling you a cocksucker. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh... That's not nice. It's not. It's not a. It's not a pleasing. It's not a healthy way to live. It sounds exhausting. It, it, it seems like you might get like the right amount of time off being here because you get recognized for all the hard oh, work you put in, perfect. but then you get to go home. Yeah, and I and I like I like the weird little uh, niche that I have in this industry. Is is kind of like it's not even like it's not even like actual popularity. It's like Terry Gilliam popularity. It's like all the, <laughs> all the weird kids are like, "You're awesome!" Oh, I'm like, "That's all me. I want is the weird kids." I was gonna say, we were very much fanboy yeah. on. Terry Gilliam, it, yes, it would be pretty bad. Yeah, but like they wouldn't. It'd be no, great. Like, they would, no, they would he could walk through here and be fine. <laughs> There'd be no. In fact, he would be ignored. Girls. Yeah, he would be utterly yeah. ignored, except by like the like the twenty people who are like, oh, yeah, fuck. Um, but which is which is kind of what I have here, and I like. I wouldn't want to be Tatum. I would. I would that sounds. <laughs> my my friends who actually deal with it, that like with some somebody put it really is is, is uh, fame. Fame is not a reward. Fame is a job. It's it's. Exhausting. You feel like it's almost maybe a punishment for getting good at a specific craft. <laughs> getting well, not even, but like a, a very small set of crafts that that like that that just exist in this weird microcosm, and it's 
it, yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> I wouldn't wish it on anybody. It's it's exhausting to watch. Well, I'm sure the recognition is nice though, because it's it's tough to work on something and then have nobody be like, "Oh, you did a good job on this." Well, for for every person who says you did a good job on it, you've got a hundred more people. I mean, like this is just the nature of the universe now. You have a hundred more people going like, you suck. "I hope your mother gets you know." raped with a six foot long wooden pole and you die screaming you cocksucker <laughs> and like you get like, like 20 of those that, right? you get 20 of those a day and I'm like how the fuck do you deal with it I'm like, I don't know anytime I wake up feeling good about myself I just click Twitter and like oh no never mind <laughs> yay internet fuck you die fuck you die fuck you die love your work fuck you die yeah I'm like you don't save the positive ones. Off well, the, the positive side. ones don't mean as much. It's very weird. It's, there's there's something there's something nature. about the negative act, act the, the, like the negative pressure of a total stranger that somehow weighs much heavier than like people that you respect and know going good work. Right. And, like some random asshole on the other hand, you're like, oh fuck, my day is ruined. Um, find him. It's very very hard to like actually put that in proper perspective of like some twelve year old hyped up on Red Bull is just. I can't say anything. Bored. I'm hyped up on Red Bull at the moment. I'm on cup number two of coffee. So yeah. You may have been up late. <laughs> so have you gotten to go to any of the, do you, do you go to any of the panels and stuff or just kind of... I used to. I'm, yeah. so, I'm so old now. <laughs> I'm you so much tired. Old. you got to be around the same age as most of us. Um, what, 38? Yeah, I'm 38. Okay. Thanks, yeah. IMDb. Well yeah. Well, I'm only... Two, almost three years older than you. So. It, the, I, I used to be able to like do the savage burn of a convention. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't. We cashed out early yesterday. Oh, yeah. You, you left at like five. I had Which means early. I was left going, okay, I'll, I'll go. With the I, had I mean, I was up to like 2 a.m. last night, and I feel like I feel like I got hit by a train. <laughs> well, the worst part is I left early, and then I went home and read. Oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah, sounds, well. Sounds you, so you nice. You left at like five. I left I was, at five. I was here till probably about... Nine, maybe? No. No, did I leave early? Oh, it was like seven, seven yeah, thirty. Yeah, like I said, we got back to. We're back to Brandon's place by nine o'clock. Yeah. I remember. I remember being those kids and having like and mm-hmm. being able to be up for three days straight and be and not eat and. No, I just felt old. I was yeah. like, I, like, I, I kind of want to go to the rave just to see it, just to see how how awkward fucked up it is. Um, and I was sitting outside with you. And like, mm-hmm. I love a good con dance. Con raves are great. Con raves are just so... Oh, they're entertaining. They're so weird. They're just so weird. Well, we're lucky enough. My, my apartment's within walking distance of here. Oh, so a good we're shoot. able to walk back and forth. But still, well, I'm yes. like, I just want to go home where it's quiet and I'm not <laughs> in the sunshine. Yeah, next year get in a room. Because <laughs> we were talking about like probably wise. just to drop shit off for like an hour, take a nap for an hour. Oh yeah, no, I'm it's I've like, got it's like, like a two 25 naps planned for the day. Yeah, like I said, it's like a 25 minute walk. We're still like, it's kind of a long walk. Yeah, I still haven't done. I did the dealer's room. And I haven't done artist alley yet. But like, I'll do artist alley. And that'll be good. There's some really good art down there. I was it's, impressed. I it's it, what goes up on my wall <clears> is where I find an artist alley. It was I was you know because um, well Denver Comic Con happened what May? Uh, June? No, May. You're right. Um, I have friends who went to that. And it was a huge artist alley. I mean, it was, it was great that it was so big, but at the same time, you're walking up and down the aisles, you keep saying the same shit. Like, it's just... Until you don't, though. Until right. you Every don't. Every now and then, like, there were a handful of just really good, on-their-own-original artists, and, and but those aren't the ones that sell, apparently. No, but they, 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 they do to me. Like, it's, it's like thrift shopping. You're like, oh, uh, crap, crap, crap. Whoa. Yeah. And it's really too bad you won't be in town longer. There's a, an artist here called Eislinger that does... Um, 
spotter style pop characters huh. and they're really beautiful and he does very affordable prints but like all the Marvel characters will oh. do anything pop culture he'll do Alice in Wonderland and Stormtroopers and uh, Alien Marvel and Alice in Wonderland are two of my big like a lot of my art on my wall is either Marvel Comics or Alice in Wonderland yeah so. sorry that was Angers. that was me oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had it on silent apparently not somebody's oh, message breaks through that crap yeah. sorry oh Angers I played for a little while LA is a, is a tough city. I'm always on foot, so it's it's very easy for me. I had played it for like three hours and was like, I can't. I don't even. Going to become a problem. Yeah. It's not. Oh, sorry, we, we got a little off track. Ah, I, I, oh, I no, like no, off no. track. I'm a big fan of off track. I, I actually had two more questions for you. I don't know if you guys had any more. I wanted to know if you had a project that you really had to fight for to kind of get done and get pushed through. So many of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a little less of a fighter these days. I, I mean, to be to be fair, video, like like the the emotional attachment to video games is not nearly as thick as the emotional attachment to anime. Mm-hmm. I haven't done an anime in a, in a, a anime project really in a while. I've I've done a couple little things for friends where it's like it's not really my show. I'm just kind of handling it for a friend, but so I don't have to be like like I don't have to spend six months thinking this is the most important thing in the universe. Ah, but. Uh, <laughs> Helsing, Helsing was a fight. The original Helsing was a big, big, big fight. Um, I'm proud of it, and I'm, I'm very. I'm, I thought the, the fight was definitely worthwhile. I don't think I have the energy to do that again. <laughs> what made it such a fight? Was it, was it the, the company you guys were making it for? Was it was it people producing it? I mean, yes. It, uh, everybody. <laughs> well, and I, I definitely I have my own ideas on on how it needed to be, and and if those ideas conflicted, I was young enough to be like, I'm not interested in your opinion. I'm, I'm, I have to be in this room every day. And, right. and I think you need a certain amount of fuck you, though, when you're doing a passion project. Well, and the, th- and the things that don't work about it are the things that I let them say. Like, like they're like they're very specific things where I'm like, I like I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna lose this battle now so I can win a battle later. And yeah. um, I regret every last one of them. <laughs> do you watch your work when it's done, or, yeah. do you, or I was gonna say, or do you focus on the flaws too much? I well, that's why I watch it, is to go fuck. <laughs> Those guys on Twitter are right. <laughs> well, and I, I, I get surprisingly good. Like, I, I will say that, like, that's one of the things that... There are a few things I've done where I get a, I get a lot of hate, but, like, of the, most of the stuff I do, I have, like, people genuinely... Like, people genu- genuinely watch the Helsing dub and are, like, at, at worst, tend to be, like, it, it's different than everything else, which mm-hmm. is really all I really want people to think of it, is, is to realize that it, it doesn't sound like anything else, uh, which, was, which was what we were kind of going for. A lot of the actors in Helsing don't do any other anime, or very few other titles. They 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 have done like maybe two or three projects. There's not there's not a lot of Crispin is kind of the only is Crispin is is the only uh, Helsing voice actor who's still working regularly. They're all okay, all scattered. <clears throat> JB JB Blanc would be the other one, I suppose. But he's he doesn't even do anime anymore. He's 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 video game. So it's, we, we were listening to, um, to Scott's panel yesterday, and he was talking about the difference between anime and, and doing video games, and he was really unhappy doing video games, it seemed like, because he's like, it's just hours of sitting there making a grunting noise or a screen. Video or, games are a lot more technical. Um, video games are, are a lot le- more, a lot less emotional re- emotionally rewarding. Part, part of the problem, yeah, I'll bitch about this, I don't care. Part of the problem with video <laughs> games is that they, they don't understand... 
they don't understand how the how how the, that level of the creative process works. And like this is not true of every video game company, but an awful lot of them. Mm. So you get into a booth and you've got five other people in the booth, and everyone's <clears throat> got an opinion, and everybody and it's it's one director, one actor, and five producers. You feel like it's art by committee. It's it's not art by committee. It's 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 production by committee. Like wow. it's like art artists do get a word for it. Like I I I I don't take risks making video games. What's the point? Well, it, it'll get voted down. Right. And it's five. It's you know you're, you're it's it's not even five against one. It's like that conversation doesn't happen. You're here to produce a product and you're going to get the product done. They pay really well. Yeah. Lordy. Uh, <laughs> whereas anime doesn't pay at all. Anime is anime is somewhere between Starbucks and In-N-Out Burger. So about my pay grade. Yeah. So and, like, and, and it's long hours and it's heartbreaking and it's like you come home at the end of the day and they're like, when I finish this project I'm going to have two weeks of life before I better have another gig. Right. And what do you kind of do as a palate cleanser after that? I mean, is it books or comics or movies? Or <clears throat> just and whatever. It's, it's anything you can, you can do. But like if you finish a video game it can be like, I can take a month of my life now and just breathe for a little while. Yeah. Load. And like some video games, they, they like there are video games where they leave people to do the work that they're going to do. But it's it's tricky, and they don't really. It's it's very hard to find someone who's really like we're just going to leave you to it, get it done. Here's everything you need. Go at it. it it's very rare. I won't I won't say that you're naming them, but your whole description of, of production by committee sounded like uh, electronic arts. Because I have a friend of mine that works there as, as one of the producers. Of oh, yeah. No, my, my brother did some time at Electronic Arts. He's a video game I, I like that you, you described it, like it to that. me very it's similarly. <laughs> and, it's, and, like, and plenty of people in the gaming industry, plenty of the producers on that end, are, are perfectly smart, perfectly reasonable people. Absolutely. And, and have a good idea. And, and, like, and like, I, I do a lot of work with Exceed. Okay. And they come in there and they know exactly what they want, right. which is nice. Like the, the, it, it's worse when it's five pity people who don't know what they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, then you go back and forth between. Each well, other. then you just you sit and like you take you've got seven hundred cues to go through, and you sit and you sit and have people. Go, mm, well, uh, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. It's it, I don't like it. I know that. Like not the, the and, like. Oh my god, that's the worst thing. Like there's something wrong. And like you're watching the actor just go. In, in like Give in a soundproof something. room, they're like just watching. Like they keep talking. What am I doing wrong? I feel like that's the least helpful comment you can get on anything you're doing, which is I know it's something wrong, but I don't know what. Yeah, no, well, it's. It, you're giving me nothing there. Yeah, you're telling no, me no. I'm wrong, but there's nothing I can do to fix it. Yeah, no, it's, it, at that point, you just like start throwing darts at the wall and hoping you hit something. <laughs> um, and you're just gonna make a grunt. But like, I will say, like, I will fist. say, with like companies with with Exceed, they come in there and they're like, they're like, this is what this is. This is how it has to sound. And you're right. like, and you're like. And and they're right. And the, the sort of the sort of games they do have a very formal formal design to them. And, and like, even if I would even if I would be left alone in a room, they would sound the way that they're going to sound because it's 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 like a it's a it's opera. It's like this is yeah. this how to do it. They've storyboarded right. it out properly. They've got what they want in their heads. Basically. Well, it's not even it's 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 they they do these very anime based games, and their their games have have very specific character archetypes that okay. interact in very specific ways like I, I'm going to be so ponzi here in this <laughs> very like Commedia dell'art sort of style where where the lead is going to sound like the lead in it like you can kind of pick your color palette but the color palette is always going to relate to each other in the same way right. so once once you've cast a game everything has to fall into place exactly the way it's going to fall into place and there's really no wiggle room if, if you if you try and deviate from it nine times out of ten it's going to fall apart Right. 
So. Um, she's, she's telling us we got to wrap up a little. Uh, Doug, did you have any more questions? Uh, real quick. Because I had um, one more. I noticed that uh, on your video game credits, uh, you had played the Flash in Mortal Kombat versus yeah. DC. Or Mortal Kombat versus DC. No, I'm right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, I'm very proud of Imagine that. Imagine the logos. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> video, like, doing the voice of... Uh, Comic characters has been like my entire. It's my entire. Uh, well, and Doug career. in particular, giant fans of the Flash. Yeah, he's, he's, oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge. I'm a huge. Flash um, fan I don't know too. if you ever heard the Ookla the Mookla song. Uh, Stop talking about comic books or I'll kill you. I, I don't so, care. I swear to God, the <laughs> yeah, line about him man. spending his twenty yeah. He's gonna get left because of the Flash. I spent so much money on the Mark Wade run. It was ridiculous. Oh, I fucking Mark uh, Wade run was so good. It was so good. Anyway, fuck. Anyway. So they're with you. <laughs> but no, so you get to voice the Flash. I know that DC yeah. um, and their creative uh, uh, guys like Jeff Johns and, and all that, um, and they they tend to stick with um, the North American um, animation voices, um, and they try to stick to people who are in like the DC universe. And you're kind of like a standout to me because I was like, oh. That's not Nolan North or or <laughs> like I love Nolan. I love Nolan, but like that that well that game got got cast and directed by a by a um, a, a phenomenal voice uh, casting director and phenomenal voice director named Bridget Burdine, who's sadly not with us anymore. Mm. Uh, she died very tragically uh, a few years ago, and she was there. There's there was no one like her. She was one of those people. Like there's very few people who take the time to develop new talent and who really experiment in video games and she was she she helped launch so many big careers and she was really like there's there, there's there's not a lot of people who like in these days in games who are like finding 20 new voices in a video game and like really putting them out there like but she man she really she was remarkable and that whole game was filled with really Chris Smith is Superman. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm jo Josh Phillips is Greenlander. Like Josh Phillips is like so out there. Uh, there, I mean, like there's so many and like Patrick Seitz who was starting to work and did a couple voices for that. There, there's so many interesting. I'm trying to remember who played the Joker. It was such an interesting piece of casting. Well, there's there's I was so much. Say, if you can't remember it, we'll add it later. We have a corrections department. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it was such a phenomenally interesting video. Yeah, like, you know, I, when you say, like, I can't remember who the Joker is, like, right now I'm going, okay, well, it wasn't Mark Hamill, it wasn't no. Troy Bra Baker, it no. wasn't Joe DiMaggio. It's like, she's pulling in these names, and I'm going, who are you? Like, and, so and not tired. in a bad way, but in a... I should know this, and I'm so tired. We'll find it. Richard Epcar. Richard Epcar. <laughs> oh, spirit it away. Um, so we have to get out of your hair. We do a segment called Mistakes I Made This Week. Can you think of anything in particular that stood out to you this week that you should not have done? Well, this podcast the beginning. Oh. Oh, I, I say that every time. Oh, you set it up. Okay. That's too easy. Uh, mine normally involves falling down something because I'm very clumsy. Yeah. What mistakes have I made this week? I don't know. I'm Maybe staying up too late last night. <laughs> that was definitely it. I, I packed really poorly for this convention. Like, I, I forgot. I, 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 gave my, I gave my girl, no. I, I gave my girlfriend this. She's also out of town. She went to, to Eugene, Oregon for a music festival. I gave her the big suitcase. So I'm like, I'll just use the little suitcase and be really smart about it. I forgot all my notes for my panels. I forgot Aww. all of my my autograph cards. I like, I like, didn't pack any of my fancy outfits. I, I just, I, I did everything wrong. I did everything <laughs> wrong. So everything this week? Um, all my packing. My packing, packing was a giant was, was a giant mistake on every level. Cool. All right, well, we'll wrap up so we don't run long. But I'm enjoying myself. Thank you so much. Well, I just don't want to make whoever's after I know. There's somebody else after this, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. So we'll, well thank we'll you wrap for your time. up well, and thank hopefully you. take up thank, thank you, and thank you for, like, oh, God.
Oh, I miss DC being fun. Right? <laughs> it's just it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. I got into a, I got into an argument at, at the Katie Mullins across the street because we were talking talking to this kid about convergence, and, and I was just like, I can't, I can't do. Did, DC did you finally find somebody who actually likes what's going on in DC? I've been no, having the no. hardest time. Oh, this guy that we're talking I, about the I, Peter I, David run on Aquaman, like it's the Bible, and I'm like, thank you. Oh yeah, no, well yes, but. Oh, okay, we could yeah. do this for yeah. hours, but oh, like please, I said, I we want to try and make whoever's behind us late. If I we could just get a like, you don't, and you don't need to record this part, which yeah. I'm sure just got recorded. But like I said, if we could just get a picture of two things. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't see. I, and then the yeah, the Morbius, the Midnight Suns. Oh, that's so nice. That was my first one. Everyone's like, "What'd you get?" I'm like, "Obscure Spider-Man villain." Yeah, the man DC, <laughs> DC sent me sent me running to Marvel so hard in the last like six years. But even Marvel like, right now is with the Secret Wars thing. I'm, I'm like, enjoying Secret Wars. I'm, I'm enjoying, enjoying Miles Morales and Old Man Logan being in. Oh, those those okay, are both um, great. Okay, McNeil ruined Old Man Logan for me because now all I'm gonna hear is him doing drunk Canadian every time I read Old Man Logan. <laughs> That's all I'm yeah, hear. he did. Oh, McNeil. Um, has. <laughs> If you like what you've heard, subscribe to some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, PETA's, and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The BACN on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com.